Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, Aphorism for July 22nd. Self-knowledge gives a deep understanding of others. Though some people believe what they want is money, fame, power, pleasure, or material success, their motivation, essentially, is always the same, the longing for bliss. This subtle truth links all beings together in one cosmic family. The deeper you go in this understanding, the more completely you will develop insight into others. You can then, even if you so desire, develop their skills by attuning yourself to their special approach to bliss. This is just so interesting because you see people doing so many different things in the world, you know, having so many interests and so many passions. I'm always just charmed when I discover, when, when, I, when I stop and cognize all these little circles of interest. I don't even know what the context was, but somehow or another I became aware of, 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 of rodeo stars. And so you have a group of people who do rodeo, and you have the men, and they're handsome, and they're elegant, and you have the women who are following the men, and then you have the women who are strong on their own, and then you have the men who are following them. And when you step inside of it, there's this entire universe. They all know each other. They all know what they're doing. You see, because I belong to a very specialized universe, which is the specialized universe of Ananda, in which we all know what an Om board is, and what a Mala is, and what Kriya is, and we actually even have listened to Swami Kriyananda read P.G. Woodhouse stories enough that we can make jokes, which are dialogue out of certain P.G. Woodhouse stories, and everybody will think it's funny, even though it makes no sense to anyone else. We have, we're have we white-skinned American people, and many of us have Sanskrit names in the American side. I mean, it's just this huge esoteric universe in which we all move together. And then the rodeo people are over there, and NASCAR is a whole thing which has been in the news lately for a courageous step. They helped to help erase, um, you know, subtle racism and not so subtle by taking the Confederate flag out of their reality. And anytime you get anywhere into NASCAR, you see all the NASCAR people doing their thing and they're also not part of Ananda, <laughs> you know, just doing something so different. I went to the Space Center in the early 80s in Houston, Texas, as soon as I stood on that campus, my gosh, this is, again, this is another whole universe, and they all know each other. A friend of mine who has been a volunteer at Ananda for 20 years, he's a wonderful man. I don't think he worked in the, in the NASA, but he worked in, in, the, in serious engineering. And at one point, he had to hang a piece of fabric to put a backing for some photographs. And he hung it completely carefully, but then he came to me and he was very concerned because it was a quarter of an inch wider on one side than it was on the other. It's a piece of fabric. It's just a backing behind some photographs. I sort of looked at him and I said, I don't think it matters. But then, of course, he had to tell me that in the profession that he'd been in, a quarter of an inch 
could have destroyed, you know, a multi-billion dollar project if it was a quarter of an inch on or off. Of course, that's the world that he lived in, and that was the... So, I mean, I'm just being random in all of this, but you can see how enormous it all is. And then, here is what Swamiji is saying, and it's, it's a divine truth. Even though we have all these different forms and all these different ways of doing it, everybody is moving for the same thing. We all want to be happy. Master put it in the science of religion, we all want to escape suffering and to find bliss, to find happiness, to find joy, to find bliss. And the reason they're riding the Broncos, the reason they're driving the fast cars, the reason they're putting those men into space, the reason I'm, you know, doing my little story over here is because I deeply believe it will eliminate suffering and bring me closer to bliss. And I wouldn't do it otherwise. It's fascinating to really analyze your own and everybody else's behavior in terms of what really motivates me. That's why Master wrote that seminal work, The Science of Religion, which Swami actually rewrote as God is for Everyone, because even the first one was actually ghost-written by another disciple, a disciple who had a better command of English. But in any case, and if you look at anyone and you can't understand what they're doing, just stop for a moment and try to understand why he thinks this will lessen his suffering and bring him more happiness. Now, we also have to keep asking that for ourselves because if we don't know ourselves what motivates us, and and I've seen this demonstrated countless times, we just can't read other people. We just don't know what they're doing. In 1976, Ananda was struck, the Ananda village, which was the only Ananda there was, was struck by a forest fire and uh, uh, half our community, half of our land, and most of our houses were burned to the ground. Other parts were spared, but it was a huge thing. And it happened to our neighbors also. A number of neighbors were completely burned out. I mean, and a forest fire doesn't just scorch the edges. It takes what used to be there and turns it into a pile of ash. That's what this fire did. Just devastated, destroyed what it touched. Turns out the county had responsibility. Oh, goody, lawsuit. And all our neighbors sued, and they really wanted us to join them because ours had been the biggest loss. We decided not to do it. We just decided that our karma, we didn't use that word, but it's our karma. And, you know, somebody pays. It's not really free. It's the citizens of the county that have to pay. It just didn't feel right to us, so we didn't. Almost everyone in the county thought we must have gotten some backroom deal. It was just people could not imagine that we would make a decision like that unless we'd gotten some kind of a trade on it. You know, some kind of a, a special exceptions for our permits, you know, who knows what. Nothing. It was zero. We did it because we felt it was right. Interestingly, we recovered completely from that experience and many of our neighbors who got lots of money did not recover. But if one understands oneself, one can see it. But people who think that money is the answer absolutely think that even if you're not letting it on, you must, must be getting money. You must be getting fame. You must be getting attention in some way. You must be getting power. Many people who accused when, when we were caught up in our, our terrible years of litigation, especially the second lawsuit we had to go through in which Ananda was characterized as this terrible cult, 
And Swami Kriyananda was accused of using his position to get money, using his position to take advantage of women, using his position to oppress people in slavery, just, you know, on and on like this. Especially one of the attorneys who was opposing us, who had a very low consciousness, Swami just said, that's what he would do if he was in my position. And he just can't imagine that I'm not. He just thinks I'm very clever. And if he just keeps looking, he'll find it. And he just worked, that attorney worked as hard as he could. But he could never un- uncover this vast um, network of wrongdoing because it just simply wasn't there. But that's what he understood was true. And therefore it had to be true. He just couldn't see another reality. Now let's take that from the positive side. When we be- get really a deep and honest understanding of ourselves, what we discover is not just the little things about us. I like money. I like the color purple. I prefer curry, you know, to potatoes or whatever it might be. We discover these universal uh, characteristics of self-protection, of vulnerability, of the desire for kindness to be loved and to be recognized. And when we pay it enough serious impersonal attention to the way we move through the world, then when we look at other people, we, we, we see what they're doing because we understand, because we've experienced it in ourselves. Perhaps not exactly in that way. You know, we're not going to be rodeo riders and we may not put the man in space. But we'll see in the engineer the same longings that we see in ourselves. And that, that sense of kindred spirit in itself also opens us up to a deeper level of understanding. Because I'm not, now I'm not looking at other. I'm looking at myself in another form. And, and a very deep attunement can come. But if, if I don't know who I am or if you don't know who you are, you can't, you, it's very hard to tell who anybody else is. You, you take what limited self-knowledge you have and you paste it on them. Just like that uh, attorney assumed that Swami was taking advantage of his position. <laughs> he just couldn't imagine a world in which he wasn't. All he could see was his own limited self-knowledge. But the deeper and deeper we get into it, we, we could look at him. And it was easy to see what he was doing. You know, power, prestige, especially power. He really liked having power over other people. No. You know, most of us are not as awful as he was. But, you know, there's that inclination. I want people to do it my way. I would be happier if I could get my way. Just You, you just see it. And Swami goes farther to say that if we can really attune ourselves deeply to that which unites us with other people, we can actually cross over and absorb the positive qualities of their consciousness, even their skills. It's just, it's just a fascinating thought. I will actually think about that a lot more because I, I'm very intrigued by that idea. A unity of consciousness can be a beautiful transfer, especially in an uplifted way, from your music teacher, from your guru, from a friend that you really admire, from a businessman who has a talent you'd like to have. Wouldn't that be a worthwhile endeavor carried out from the heart of goodness and from the aspiration of the soul. So, self-knowledge 
gives a deep understanding of others. Though some people believe what they want is money, fame, power, pleasure, or material success, their motivation essentially is always the same, the longing for bliss. This subtle truth links all beings together in one cosmic family. The deeper you go in this understanding, the more completely you will develop insight into others. You can then, even if you so desire, develop their skills by attuning yourself to their special approach to bliss. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.